Buzz, 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 buzz. What are those noises you're making? Well, I'm trying to lure all the bees or wasps or hornets or whatever species of stinging insect this is out of its out of its home. So you make those noises. They like those. Try to get them all out of the nest. You hear them? Are you just trying to speak their language or what? Yeah, I'm trying to lure them out of the nest so we can get to my pool shed. Okay, what are you trying to tell them then? You're whispering stuff to them. Oh, it's just the noises they make, you know? I'm trying to be one with the bees. Yeah, you sound like a cartoon telling someone a secret. Like, you gotta go... See, there you go. You gotta get that frequency. You gotta, you gotta, that's what it's all about, the frequency. We're not whispering to a cartoon dog. We're not going to... Anyways, uh, well, when you see when you see them come out of the hive, I want you to toss that rock. See that bucket of rocks over there? Okay. I thought we were trying to get them out safely here. How about a hockey yeah, stick? Yeah, we don't want to harm any of these any of these wasps or wow. hornets or bees. Because we're are we trying to get the wasps honey? Wasps make honey, right? No, I just want to move the nest so we can get into the pool shed. Okay. So we can float on our noodles. <laughs> It's going to be a hot summer. We need to get into the pool shed, but there's a giant bee or hornet or wasp yeah. nest. Barbecue's right underneath it. That's no good. All right. So well, I'm going to make the noise and you throw the rocks. So why are we getting them out safely? We don't want to harm them. We don't want to harm them? They they're, might have intelligence we don't know about. Well, they're going to harm us. They do have giant stingers on them. Yeah. Put down those rocks. Here's a hockey stick. And we'll just chop it down in one chop. I'm just going to run and jump in the pool. Okay. You chop it down. And then I'll run. stand here. You're just going to stand there? I'll make the noise to lure them out. <laughs> but when I hit them with the hockey stick, you have to run with me. Or they're going to kill you. I think they're murder horns, Tyler. They're named that because they like to murder people. Mm -hmm. They'd have to follow me around for a week or two. Get inside <laughs> my head. Okay, you ready? Ready. One, two, three. Ow! They stung me. Ah! My legs. Ow! Look at my kneecaps. Yeah, you should probably get out of this. <laughs> Swell it up fast. Ah! My legs. Ah! My legs. Oh God, they're the size of balloons. Ow. It feels like a like a chainsaw. Is there a chainsaw at the end of that? Bee or hornet or wasp? Ah, my leg! It's a chainsaw wasp. Uh, my name is Brandon McIntosh. Welcome to We're Doom Podcast. Ah, my <laughs> Here with me, as always, with his legs in terrible pain, Tyler Le Tyler Shasma. Tyler Legsma. Tyler Legsma. <laughs> what happened to your legs? Bees? Chainsaw. Chainsaw wasps. Chainsaw wasps. That's right. An old chainsaw wasp. Uh, man, have you ever tried to take down a wasp nest before? Like, uh, 
in that sketch, I, I said a hockey stick specifically because I've taken down a, a wasp nest with a hockey stick. Yeah, is that the go-to tool? Yeah, if you want, if you're brave enough to get six feet from the the hornet's nest. And I I I stay away from insect nests as much as I can. Yeah, you're not even just curious to watch them. No, you were never like as a kid. You never just wanted to really shake up the nest. I some st- rocks. I stepped on one of those in the ground nests when ground, I was a kid. Oh shit! What kind of was it? A wasp or a bee? Is something with a stinger. I got okay. stung, I got stung like eight times on my leg. Yeah, and uh, I was in a lot of pain. How old were you? Like uh, eight years old. Eight years old. Okay. Were you afraid of bees after that or wasps? Is that yeah, a traumatic event? Not really. Because like I feel like I stay really still when they're around. Because I'm like they can't. Maybe that's why they stung you. You should have ran. I was running and I stepped on it, but it was like stepping on a landmine. You know, they just instantly all up my leg. Oh, you yeah, saw them? Wasn't yeah. like fire ants or something? I saw them. They were bees. Yeah, it's scary. That's terrifying. Yeah, I, I had a mo. Yeah, I had the same thing. I was four years old, and I stepped on a ground nest, but wasp. Me and my cousin did. He got it way worse than me. But like all up my leg, same things. It got us quick. I was crying until they told me my cousin was stung a lot on the butt, and then I, I found that very funny. I felt better. But I think from that moment on, I've like been traumatized by wasps and bees up until I, probably the last few years. Where I'm just totally cool with bees now. I'll just pet them when they're on flowers. Yeah. As long as you, you know, stay still. Yeah. It's all about staying still. Yeah. I, was, I was at a bee farm this weekend. I was getting some footage and, you know, that was me when I was 12 years old. 15 years old, whatever, I would have gone anywhere near the bees' nests. Yeah. But I was right in there, right beside the hive boxes, just filming them. They are cool. You weren't afraid? No, they were checking me out. And, uh, yeah, there's this uh, old stoner that ran the, the bee farm. It's just, like, surrounded. <laughs> there's, like, cannabis plants and, and behind the bees' nests and stuff. So I think the bees like the cannabis. I think so, too. I think, And it is important to keep the bees, right? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to have a guest on soon uh, who knows a lot about the bees, and she's going to tell us all about it and kind of why we need them and the horrible thing that will happen to the planet if we suddenly we lose our bee populations. Or flowers. Yeah. Well, you need the flowers because the, flower, the bees need the flowers. Yeah, we need the native bees specifically. But no, I, but I've taken down a few wasp nests. More of my fr- I've watched my friends take down wasp nests. <laughs> I'm like... I was terrified, but yeah, I watched my friend run up with a hockey stick and just chop it right out of the tree, yeah. and they chased him around his house twice. <laughs> he ran past me, gone. You could see the cloud chasing him. They're instinctual. Yeah. yeah. He circled the house, came back a second time. You know, he might have lost half the hive, but they were still going at him. One went after me. I had to run around into the garage. You had to be kind. I have to be kind. These were wasps, though. They make hatred. They don't make honey. Right. But they're also pollinators, and they're important. So all bugs are important. We live on a planet of bugs, so they're all it's true. The bugs are important. Probably more more important than we are. Yeah, what like, are we doing? <laughs> people are all worried about these caterpillars. Apparently, there's bad caterpillars. Have you heard about the bad caterpillars? Yeah, the moth caterpillars. Yeah, they're, yeah. Pe- people are like scared of these caterpillars, and I'm like a caterpillar can't hurt you. Yeah, they can't hurt you, but they can hurt your trees and your crops and. All you need is chickens. No, they've been chewing holes in 
in people's arms. Really? Uh, yeah, some people react bad to them, and like like a rash. They're like killer caterpillars are just attacking people? I guess so, but they're like little worm-like caterpillars. I've never known this. We always get moth caterpillars. People I, are afraid of them. Maybe it's just another fear-mongering thing, but... I was. Just, I <laughs> Where are you hearing these like fearful caterpillar stories? I, I don't know. And I that was something I had to worry about in Australia. I had no idea. I thought you had to worry. I've about... I've never feared a caterpillar. No. No. You should. In Australia, apparently, there's a species that if you brush up against the little hairs on it, it'll burn you for weeks. Like you know, like stinging nettle yeah, when you walk through it. That's defense mechanism. Yeah. And they just fall out of trees onto people. Like just fall into people's shirts. And your back is just in severe pain for three weeks. Yeah, I don't feel bad for any people that have, like, a human reaction to, like, a bug or a snake. Because, like, they're we're on their planet. Yeah, we're sharing this thing. They're just defending themselves. Yeah, it's all a defense mechanism. We've encringed on their habitat. Like, they're around. Like, we can't get pissed. Like, I got bit by a bull ant in Australia. I've never felt pain like that in my life. Like, on my pinky toe. From an ant? A single ant. And I flicked him off, and he still came at me. He literally hopped, started hopping towards me with his jaws open. I'm like, like if I stepped on a whole hive of that, like they could have killed me. Apparently, like if they all just decided to attack at once and had the chance. I but, really think bugs probably kill more people than we're we're told about. <laughs> well, mosquitoes—they're the most dangerous animal on earth because of the diseases they spread. They spread West Nile. Malaria. They like they kill malaria. millions and millions every year. Just from well, the because diseases. they're blood sucker, so they're transferring blood. That's, that's exactly it. They're just passing it around, a bunch of dirty needles, yeah. a bunch of dirty junky mosquitoes passing it around. It's no good. Yeah, but yeah, take take care take care of your bugs out there. Yeah, but don't be afraid of them. Yeah, and like if you're worried about these stupid caterpillars, you gotta get chickens. Chickens and ducks, they eat these things. Oh, really? Just have them running around the yard eating them. You got to get a bigger predator. You got to have some ducks around. Exactly. Ecosystems, people. You got bugs, you need ducks. I've always kind of wanted a duck. They're very comical in nature. Just just yeah. the way, just their nature is They're, funny. Or is it because there's so many comical ducks in cartoon history? Daffy Duck, Donald Duck. Uh, his nephews. Those are some pretty inspirational ducks, the mighty ducks. Duck tails. Those weren't ducks, but they did quack. Yeah. <laughs> but no, ducks I have think been comical. I think it's more the cartoons are inspired by the ducks. The ducks and I feel like the, the du- ducks were funny first. How they perceive a duck in a cartoon is way more realistic than how they do a dog or anything like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, ducks are naturally funny. They, Ducks are naturally funny. Have you ever gone to the pond and just randomly tell jokes to nobody? Every once in a while, a duck will laugh. Yeah, a quack does sound like a laugh. So duck, yeah, ducks are funny. <laughs> this is how much we miss open mic comedy. <laughs> like, let's go to the duck pond and feed them bread and tell jokes until they laugh. <laughs> just feel better about ourselves. It's like either that or go to the Costco parking lot and go tell jokes. Either, either or. We'll get back on the saddle soon. Have you been writing jokes, Tyler? We gotta be. You did a Zoom show recently. <laughs> I did. It was terrible. Zoom comedy show. I don't know how many people out there. I did it right there in, yeah. the, in this room. And was it just? It was it terrible? Just is it terrible? Like no, you're just like no, your performance. Good. No, it wasn't terrible. I had a good time, and it felt good to hear people laugh. It was just weird because I was in my basement and. 
Yeah, well, we're in your basement now doing it. Yeah, I guess so. This is this is how we all communicate now. Dirty but, next to our dirty laundry. <laughs> yeah, but no, things are opening up. Ontario's, you know, Doug Ford is just, you know, he's still flip flopping around with what he wants open, what the he wants furthest closed. Furthest behind, we're the furthest behind. I but know. That's okay, I guess. Yeah, and uh, I had a camping trip June eleventh, and now he's just like, no, no camping. You're not allowed to go out in the woods by, <laughs> with your family. No. Yeah. But you can go to Walmart, you can go golfing. Uh, I'm pretty sh- pretty sure restaurants are going to be opening up soon. Mm. Yeah. We just got to roll with the punches, I guess. Yeah. Where we are. I'm getting my vaccine uh, this week, June 2nd. Yeah, join the club. Join the club. I could have got it June 1st, but that's my birthday, and I didn't want the you nurse. Didn't, <laughs> you didn't want to get it on your birthday? No, because then the nurse would be like, look at my ID, and like, oh, it's your birthday. And then they might sing happy birthday to me. They're not going to sing happy birthday to you at the fucking vaccine clinic. <laughs> Nobody cares about you that much. I, I know. I, I just hate that song so much. I just get anxiety on my birthday because <laughs> I'm afraid. lock yourself inside. That's why I like going to hike by myself all day. I'm just like terrified that someone's going to sing happy birthday. That's that's a song that needs to go away, or we need to figure out. Sing the Beatles' birthday song. Today it's your birthday. Happy birthday to you. You're not gonna change. I'm not gonna change. But have you ever seen anyone really excited to see Happy Sing Happy Birthday? No. No. (laughs) Why do we still have it around? No one likes hearing it. No one likes singing it. Little kids probably like hearing it. My favorite is going to a restaurant and saying it's your birthday and no. watch like five people just, their soul just being crushed as they, they're forced to sing to this well, table that, of strangers. That's why a lot of those restaurants made up their own happy birthday songs. <laughs> they change it up a bit. Yeah. Our, our good friend Jeff Campisi used to work at Eastside Mario's and uh, we used to love going in there saying it was our birthday, requesting Jeff specifically. We were trying to get him to give us a solo performance, but I don't think he would have done that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All I'm saying is, uh, fuck happy birthday song. I know it's your birthday tomorrow, and I, now I'm going to call you at the strike of midnight and sing happy birthday. Okay, can you just sing me anything else? No. I, ever you have permission I to s- sing I send you so many renditions of happy birthday. <laughs> oh, God. Now. There's probably so many. Yeah, there are. I don't want to know. There are. All right, let's, let's, let's get away from this fucking birthday topic here. <laughs> let's go to today's topic, all right? Because today, you know, I often on the podcast, we repeat ourselves uh, as things happen. So we might as well do it officially. So we're going to go through a nice recap of our wonderful 40 episodes. Not all 40, more of the recap of all the topics we've hit. Because since then, which is we started January 2020, a lot has happened. Especially to some of those earlier topics. Yeah. So it'll be fun to get into that, see what updates there are. You know, give it a rating, 1 to 10, like how scary and terrifying and likely these threats are now. Are you just running out of ideas? No, no, no. Well, there's lots of things we could still talk about. We still need to talk about... Oh, this lazy. <laughs> just, you're just lazy. But I know I was just looking at all their old topics, and I'm like, all this can be updated. Like, there's so much happening now. Of course, that's why we got to keep going, keep talking about these things. But yeah, no, we still need to talk about, we talked about bees today, but that's going to be an official topic with a guest. We're going to talk about future water wars. 
in water dispar- like disparity all over the world and what that's going to be like. Water world. We have water worlds. Water worlds. That scenario. And uh, we might even just watch the movie too and just oh, like shit. go through it. You have to get it on VHS first. Yeah, I know. When are these thrift stores and garage sales going to open again? Yeah, should be garage sale season soon. Yeah. All right, so let's go back. Let's go back in time. January 2020. Me and you are at Spiky Ball Studios in the basement of a church. Our microphone seems, sounded seems crisp. like so long ago. It does. It was a long. It's, I mean, I'd say almost a year and a half ago now. Well, yeah. Here we are, and uh, our first episode was climate change. So clearly, a good one to start with, and a good one that just it this kind of topic never goes away. It's only increasing. No, it's always going to be around. The climate's always changing. Look yeah. out! Look out! Look outside! Yeah. It's it's a beautiful day right now. It is beautiful. We're in the right country for climate change, and let me tell you that because there's some. Because at this time, I think Australia was on fire. That was kind of our main kickoff of talking about this was all the insane fires all over Australia. And like they always get fires, but you know, nothing like that. Like that destroyed whole ecosystems. Yeah, wiped out like a billion animals. So yeah, things are definitely. Kicking up now. So recently, there's been a lot more talk of how things are accelerating at a rate scientists couldn't predict a few years ago. Yeah. So there's new technology now that they're able to predict kind of these trends that are happening with the climate and the and the temperatures and how basically we're going to hit 1.5 degrees above where we are now within the next five years, which is terrifying because that's a very high rate of because we already, I think in the last 50 years, have gone up by only a half degree or maybe a whole. Well, it fluctuates. Yeah, it fluctuates, it's but it's definitely not going down. Yeah, it is on a steady rise. I, I know you're and that, I think that's our threshold of there's no turning back. So scientists keep saying this. A glacier just broke off the size of Rhode Island, the biggest glacier they've ever seen in Antarctica break off. It's that's going to be floating around, <laughs> raising the sea levels. So, yeah, so it's just floating around. So this is a topic that's just constantly ongoing. And like as far as a threat level, honestly, it's going to be a slow, slow burn. But slow I'm, going to, burn. I'm going to give it a nine because this this could if just keeps accelerating and we really have no way to stop it. Like a hundred years from now, it's going to be. It's going to be a disaster up there. Like, well, well, yeah, it's one that's it's always going to be, an extinction going to be event. growing and changing. But it's it's one of those slow ones where, like, it's going to affect us all. Yeah, yeah. Well, me and you are senior citizens. We're going to be like, it's like, fuck moving to Arizona. <laughs> we're moving to Alaska. But still, you're like... It's 30 degrees. <laughs> well, you remember winters when you were a kid having six feet of snow to play in. Yeah, yeah. Now, now we just have dirty, sloppy puddles for two weeks. And that's just the way of the world. <laughs> oh, dog wants up. Dog wants a hug. This is our favorite part of the podcast. Dog wants when, a hug. When Boston, the noisy Boston Terrier, comes real close to the mic and makes his Boston Terrier noises. You just don't like being on the ground, do you? That's okay. We're, we're here for you, Boston. Deal with the noises. <laughs> I'll put them down in a minute. So climate change, that's that's a big one. That's a big one we're going to talk about again. In well, March. you can't not. Like you said, glaciers are going to keep breaking off, and the sea levels will rise, and then, like, 
storms will happen. Yep. And we're all doomed. <laughs> yep, that's going to be the end result for all of these. Um, so episode two, we need comets and asteroids. <laughs> Another big one. Yeah, we're not changing that one. No. Yeah. So, like, is there any new comets coming? Uh, there's always something coming. You know, I think this year was pretty slow in the news as far as dangerous asteroids go. Yeah. You know, there's always the one that's like, oh, it was a close call and they only saw it on the way out. <laughs> I'm like, that's terrifying. How many times does that happen? A lot. But um, as far as uh, research goes for finding these space rocks, um, I think they are starting to put more money into it. You know, not as much as they should. I think they're, they've opened up like one of the biggest telescopes in the world somewhere in South America that's really going to help like uh, map out the sky and find a lot more of these objects. Well, we got, yeah, we got eyes on the sky. Because not only that, not only are you looking for asteroids and stuff, we want to find another one of those Umau Maus. Remember, remember the big cigar-shaped object that came into our system? Oh, and, yeah. Uh, the Harvard researcher, or the Harvard astronomer, is saying it is most likely some sort of alien device. Not necessarily a craft, but maybe a probe. Or even just, you know, how we just shuck off our boosters of a rocket, right? You know, yeah. this could just be space junk. But not our space no. junk. Their space junk. And they if just they're, if like we're talking a lot about lately about UFOs and alien presence and yeah unidentified fly or what's the new one you can't say unidentified. UAPs un- unidentified aerial phenomenon so we just added more words because we don't want to say UFO anymore it's been too stigmatized that's that's what I think uh, so now we're saying U UAVs unidentified aerial vehicles and there's USOs. Unidentified submergible objects. I thought there was one with a P on the end. UAP. Yeah. yeah. Phenomena. Oh, phenomena. But I know there's all kinds of them now, you know, because everyone's trying to take it serious, so they have to change the but name every five years. Well, maybe we're having more of that shit flying around and less asteroids and comets because they're fucking deflecting the rocks and keeping the rocks away from us. Maybe. Well, Jupiter's, that's what Jupiter does. It sucks up the rocks. Yeah, it's it's got such a strong gravitational rock pull. vacuum. Yeah, like it keeps a majority of the space rocks from entering our uh, our orbit because Jupiter's so intense. Like if Jupiter wasn't there or its or or its gravitational pull wasn't as strong, we'd be getting hit all the time. Yeah, and so it's like it's our savior floating around up there. Big I mean, ass fucking Jupiter, we love you. Yeah, good gravity, good gravity, Jupiter. Yeah, that's a good recap too, because we've also praised Jupiter on previous episodes. Well, let's go to Jupiter. Fuck Mars. You just say it every episode. Praise Jupiter. Praise Jupiter. It's a gas planet. You can't land on it. It's just, it's just a big ball of gas. There's no solids. I don't think so. I've never really understood. Look at all the that. rocks. Do they get sucked into it and turn into gas? Yeah, or they maybe it's hot gas. They just evaporate when they hit the surface. Yeah, I don't know how <laughs> gas planets work. I feel like a, well, a, praise, a kid in grade two learning Jupiter. about space can probably te- teach us how that works. Praise Jupiter. Praise Jupiter. It's got the big tornado on it, right? Yeah. yeah. But all right, episode three. This is a big one. This is viruses, viruses and diseases. That was that was a real turning point for the show. That was that was 
That was also January 2020. Um, coronavirus was probably in the news, but it wasn't on our radar. It was on the cruise ships. We were talking about it on the cruise ships, I think. That was February. Oh. February carried on, because we ended up doing a recap episode about a week later after we did the virus episode. Huh. And basically saying, like, hey, we have a virus. <laughs> like, yeah. like what we brought into existence. We've really, on a global scale, seen the effects of a virus oh, this yeah. past year. Yeah, if if out of all these topics, yeah, this is obviously the one that's, like, doing the most havoc on our planet right now. People learned the most about it, too. Yeah, the most life-changing event out of all this. Like, which is an apocalyptic event, because an apocalyptic yeah. event doesn't necessarily mean destruction and ruin. It's it's an unveiling, is what it really means. Yeah. An unveiling of like the truth. And now that it's on everyone's radar, we're going to be so more in tune to it happening again. And you'd think so. <laughs> There's already like, I keep seeing articles coming out saying like a new kind of coronavirus found in Vietnam. And, and like, now people are like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like, want to hear about it. I paid attention the first time. Yeah, they're talking about swine flus and like it's. It's ramping up. It's not like there's, like, just more reports of these in the news because they're it's a hot topic. It's just these are ramping up because we are be- being exposed to more of these places. Right. And it's getting hotter, and that just creates better uh, environment for these kind of things. Well, yeah, like, all these scenarios play off each other. Yeah. And, like, I can't believe, like, what? yeah, because we ended up, what, yeah, you're right, cruise ships were next. We we didn't. It was in China. We're like, cool, crazy. What's going on in Wuhan? And then next thing you know, it's on the cruise ships. We're like, and Italy went down. Yeah, Italy went down pretty hard. I was like, we should probably learn from this, but we still didn't. Yeah, uh, we shut down the airports a little too late, and like, you know, Canada did pretty good at the start of locking things down. And it's crazy just to see how. Like, how fast something can spread across the fucking world because of how much we travel now yeah. as a human species. It, yeah, like, it's, it's like nothing new. Like, remember that movie Contagion everyone talked about? Because, like, oh, my God, it's predicting it. And I'm like, yeah. it's not as deadly as that one, but it predicted exactly yeah. how something like Are that Are there, like, happen. a graphic at the end of one of the new Planet of the Apes movies where they show yeah. how that <laughs> spreads across the world? Oh, like, okay. oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> All the apes have COVID now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a wild time. And we're still living it, man. We're, you know, we're coming out the other end slowly. Um, but hopefully, in, I feel like the, the shots we're getting, it's going to be something reoccurring. We're going to have to get shots like every year because of the amount of like mutations happening and variants. Yeah. And like they're just interbreeding. They're like, there's like a super Indian British like triple mutant threat out there. I'm like, what does that even mean? Well, there's always been threats of viruses and threats of illness. Like we do live in a world, and I don't want to sound like one of these people. Like it's all oh, we've always had it because I hate those people. But it's like there's always going to be a threat of illness that we have to live with. Yeah. But when something spikes to the levels that COVID did. Well, that you was gotta, something you gotta that, take control. Yeah, and that's a novel coronavirus. Like the amount of people getting general viruses all the time, like that was happening before COVID. Exactly, it just wasn't in the news as much. Illness spreads. Yeah, but just we have some, contagious viruses out there. Yeah, we're we're almost done. We're almost got rid of it. 
and there's still everyone's still bickering about it. That's the next crazy thing. All the crazy people that how long do you think the bickering's gonna last? People are gonna be bickering for years about this. Oh my god! Between Trump uh, and the pandemic, the amount of just insane conspiracy theorists, just stupid people that have come out of the woodworks and just exposed themselves to like or like people that were like. Just stupid people, yeah. <laughs> like just uneducated, dumb people that had this time to finally get into conspiracy theories, oh, yeah. and now they're like, "This is what I believe in." It's like now it's like, dangerous. Go back to fixing your truck. Yeah, <laughs> go get away from YouTube and Facebook for a while. Yeah, go fix your truck. Maybe we all shouldn't have internet access. Yeah, yeah. But where are these people gonna go? Like they're so open now. It's like it's. You know, people talk about mental illness and needs to be out in the open and people be able to talk about it. But these people almost feel like the same way. They're like, we're conspiracy theorists and we need to be taken seriously and out in the open. And like, oh. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. That all, there, a lot of them people, are also mentally ill. T- so. People have been talking about poisoning the water supply for a long time just because fucking... Joe Hick in the fucking <laughs> finally found some fucking old Infowars fucking <laughs> rants. Think that they know what's going on in the world. Like, it's just it's we're po- we're poisoning our own water supply, Tyler. We don't need some crazy guy to do I it. Oh, we are. But now it's scary because uh, all these people have so much misinformation and just bullshit hack information and they truly believe it's real it's real yeah at least like that's what kept tripping me out and i just kept thinking like these guys are just hardcore trolls but it's it's some of them are some of them just are but they just they believe it you're in it so long you start believing it and there's a lot of mental illness in a lot of these like QAnon people and just and meth addiction yeah meth addiction just they just get mental, really into shit. Yeah. <laughs> mental illness and meth addiction. Yeah, Those two things don't go hand in hand. Yeah, like some meth heads just want to do crafts all day. Other meth heads, they want to just get really into conspiracies. Yeah. Did you know meth heads like crafts and like coloring books and stuff? Yeah. Popsicle was, sticks. Popsicle sticks, yeah. I had no idea. Someone told me that. And I'm doing my delivery route when I work for a food delivery company. And I'm going around downtown London. You know, there's a you spot some meth heads there, and sure enough, there's a guy uh, sprawled out on the sidewalk, big coloring book, crayons everywhere, pencil crayons. Yeah, it's not really Just going to town. It's not really a drug people talk about the artistic side effects of a lot. Like no. you hear about heroin addicts like making great music and great art and stuff. Yeah, meth is just like the wacky cousin of heroin. I know, but they're not good drawings and paintings. <laughs> they yeah, think they are, but you can make art out of anything. I'm sure there's some great meth head artists, but I'm sure there is. What they see in their head, what they're making, and like is different than what's actually happening. <laughs> Every drug has good art created from it at some point. Yeah. Or a good artist will find that drug. <laughs> I think there's a good, um, some guy took a series of different drugs oh, and yeah, did like self portraits. And like, old article. Interesting. But all right, let's move on from coronavirus to episode four alien invasion. That's that, also in the news. Another forefronted news story See? this year. See, I'm glad we got to talk and got to go through all this again because things are happening. The world of things UFOs are and aliens. Happening. Currently. Currently. Fucking Tom DeLong. This Tom DeLong, <laughs> he's one of the people. We all laughed at him. He quit the band. Aliens exist, man. He's been saying it since the 90s. Yeah. We just never took him seriously. You know, 
That's the I funniest. still don't take him seriously because there's better people bringing this to the floor to the spotlight. Yeah, he's, but he's got the he's got the popular vote though. Yeah, he's a celebrity and he has an interest. Like so does like Rob Lowe. So does <laughs> <laughs> Rob so, Lowe. So does Robbie Williams. He loves UFOs. Yeah. And yeah, so good for him. But this is big news um, lately because I've talked about it before. Uh, the United States they basically have to come out with all these reports from the different. Sectors of the military talking about like any research they have on UFOs. And like, you know, it's it's hard to say what they're actually gonna come out with. They've been talking about UFO crashes and actually having crafts and like technology that they either understand or are still trying to figure out from like the fifties. I believe that a hundred percent. So there's rumors that they're gonna mention that because there's a few big researchers who actually have their hands on their private researchers they don't work for the government have their own material right and they're starting to come out with that as well so jacques valet he's a very famous french ufologist and he's been collecting material since the 60s and just on his own on his own he has a team of researchers with him like he's a legit scientist like he's an astrophysicist he's a computer scientist and he's just a badass ufo researcher he's just like he doesn't, he like, he just goes out on his own, like Indiana Jones style, just yeah. gets right in the field. But yeah, he collects this stuff. He'll find like slag, they call it, like them, like liquid metal. Like when metal gets so hot, it just starts dripping off. And then yeah, when it, yeah. so he'd find that out in the desert. He'd find like desert glass where a UFO supposedly landed. So he's collected all this material over the years and he's coming out with a big report, like, like, totally looked at by scientists, like, gone through over and over again, peer-reviewed of this material. And basically saying, like, it's, there are familiar elements you'd find on Earth. There's, like, different steels and there's iron and aluminum. But all the properties are, like, manipulated at an atomic level. So they're, like, these perfect, it's, like, this perfect element. Or it's an element just, like, uh, like, perfected. But not known to Earth. Yeah, so it's something we we un, scientists understood it, but they said it would take like billions of dollars to like kind of even make a piece that big if you're trying to create something from the atomic level. Right. So creating aluminum from the atomic levels, like you know, it's something we could might be able to do, but it's the amount of work and resources just to pull it off. You would you would suggest that a higher power yeah. made it. So like like you said, like the elements are you know, we find them on Earth, but they're just manipulated in a way that's impossible and we haven't done right, before. Right, we know our elements of gas and mm-hmm. liquid and solid. <laughs> the periodic table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know all those. Yeah. But they're saying this is like one we don't know. Yeah. How did it get here? We've been here long enough. That's the biggest question. We figured out the ones we have, and we don't have this one. And, uh, you know, I, I bounce back and forth what I think it is in these ships. Sometimes I think they're just probes from another planet with, like, little, like, AI biotic creatures. That's what the alien greys are. Yeah. But then you hear the crazy amount of cases, like that our alien field guide book we have. 
There's like 50 different aliens in there. Yeah. So it makes you think, is there some inter- interdimensional I thing? Think, I think it's got to be more interdimensional. I don't think you can think of it in like a linear world where you like travel from A to B to get to one planet to yeah. another. It's got to be fucking... Yeah, it's all these alternate realities. in the same yeah. time space that we're happening in. They just happened to figure out the technology and we didn't. To jump it, yeah. Yeah. So and we're working on it. Like Trying to, yeah. Uh, humans have tried different uh, trial and error, right? So people fucking do crazy drugs to go to other dimensions, or you know that ties meditate, on, or that ties into all this stuff because the CIA have been trying to. They've been using psychedelics. They've been using meditative practices to try and get to this alternate state of consciousness and frequencies. They, yeah, and they've been able to do this. So they've people have come back with descriptions like you'd see under DMT. Just absolute insanity. All by pumping in a frequency into headphones, two separate frequencies on each ear, to uh, I, it's something to do with a sync up the brain. And then breathing in. We've the, talked about it before. Breathing exercises. And yeah. But these people were coming back reporting fucking reptilians and reptilian people, like just communicating with them. So the CIA, there's papers you can find online that talks about this. We're actually full on researching this. But you got to think like every other uh, like life form in another dimension have been working on their way of connecting to other dimensions and other planets and life forms. Yeah, like we could like, be way off. It could be all about crystals. We make yeah, fun of crystal people. The right equation. like, but And they might have figured out different ways. There might be multiple ways to get the same answer, right? There always is. Yeah. Like maybe that's where maybe they're trying to help us along. Maybe we're they're probably like, cavemen compared to these fairies. That's exactly it. We are cavemen compared to these fairies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, episode five: super volcanoes. One has not gone off yet. Oh. I think we would have known that. It's a very physical thing that could happen on Earth. Yeah, if that if one ha- did go off, we wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. You know, if Yellowstone went off, yeah, we'd be fucking. <laughs> Living underground. And, and that's going to affect climate control and climate change and everything else, right? If yeah. a volcano goes off, it's going to fuck the atmosphere off. I heard a theory it might actually reverse climate change because it's happened in the past. How? Uh, it just it knocks up so much ash and debris into the atmosphere that it does block the sun and it actually helps cool the earth. Like sunlight still penetrates, but like... Just living in a fog. Yeah, and it, it could, if it lasts long enough, if it stays in the atmosphere long enough, it, it has the potential to cool the atmosphere. And it's it's happened before uh, when super volcanoes, or not even just super volcanoes, just really big ass fucking volcanoes have gone off, and it have actually altered the climate even just for a few years. And or even yeah, just in like that area for that period of time. Yeah. So like, it might be a blessing in disguise if one of those go off. Huh? Let's hope and pray. They're still rumbling. <laughs> Let's hope and pray. To the volcano gods. Praise Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 6, AI and robots. Still very much scary. Still terrifying. Uh, still invading our houses every day, every time somebody buys a new Alexa app. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust it. Alexa, in our household, it just starts turning on by itself now. Um, it just decides when it wants to just tell us the news and... Yeah. It started speaking Italian the other day. 
for no reason. Never, never program your Alexa to like your automatic butcher's knife or anything. What do you mean? <laughs> anything <laughs> that can kill you. Do you have an automatic butcher's knife? I didn't know that was a thing. Well, I had roast beef last night. You got to cut it up somehow. Yeah. Um, Alexa, order me an automatic uh, beef chopper. <laughs> Give me a. Uh... Someone listening out there is probably gonna be like, "Fuck!" <laughs> it's gonna order an automatic butcher's knife. Which totally exists. I think butcher's knife. You're gonna carve up a turkey in the middle yeah. of the night. Yeah. So obviously we know this is an ongoing threat because it's just technology that just keeps progressing. But there are a few scary stories. There's one just came out yesterday that an, an autonomous drone, uh, army drone, managed to hunt down and kill a target with no direction at all. No one was controlling it. It was completely automated, and it and it went through with the mission. So, like, we've already reached the point of, like, autonomous drones killing people. Yeah. With no man, like, no one controlling it. It's terrifying. Don't, yeah. yeah, don't give robots guns. Well, we already have. Or butcher's <laughs> knives. Yeah. And, like, it's, and there's also the, the Neuralink coming out with Elon Musk. That's another. I've heard one. about this Neuralink. You know, as a man who said he's afraid of artificial intelligence and he, think th- he thinks it's a danger to society... He's certainly doing no help. No, he wants to be ahead of the curve. Yeah. But he, he's trying to hook people up like they're computers and basically be able to think faster with faster bandwidth in our brain. Like, we're already fast enough when you can, like, literally ask Alexa who won the World Series in any year. Yeah. That's all I use it for. <laughs> who won what? There she is now. We don't even have to say our Jesus. name. Anymore. We don't even have to say her name. And we, we know just... that the LA Dodgers won the World Series last year. Right. So she's just gonna start answering all our questions now without even asking her? Like that's rude. It's like <laughs> follow up. She'll yeah, she has to go for the first question. It's like my stupid car. Whenever I hook it up the Bluetooth, well, on like my phone. we're in another room right yeah. now and she just like told me who won the World Series last she's year. She's listening. Yeah. She was exactly. listening the other day when we were talking about disc golf. Because I didn't type it into your computer or anything. But... Oh, then I start getting ads for disc golf. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to play disc golf, Brandon, at <laughs> yeah. Wayfair. Yes, you do want to play disc golf. And that was probably a good ad placement. <laughs> <laughs> I need someone to play with, all right? <laughs> all right, uh, next is Animal Uprising. Now, this, this is just a fun topic. You know, it's not that realistic. But I, I made a very specific example of orcas attacking boats and fishermen. You did. And then you it actually happened. concerned with the whales. Oh, save the whales. But the whales should start jacking us because we deserve it. Especially the ones... They have been for years. Especially the killer whales. Yeah. That's why you started putting them in this fucking water circus. Yeah. And like not even just the, the fishermen out there trying to kill whales. There's other fishermen out there just dropping nets trying to catch other sh- shit and just like getting in the way, their habitat. Yeah, like good on these orcas. It ha- I think it happened fight off the back. coast of yeah. coast of Spain. Yeah, fight back. Yeah, these. I orcas. watched Jaws the other night again for yeah. the millionth time. Yeah, uh, just that, as good. That, that movie keeps you respect in the water. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you don't even want to go in a lake after that movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thirteen men went into the water. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Captain Under Quinn. Shocks. <laughs> Gonna shock like doll's eyes. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. I hope the sharks don't come up rising because those, yeah, that, that would suck. They do all right for themselves. Like, they're stealthy. Like, yeah. they don't kill that many people. Yeah, teeth. I started watching a YouTube channel where the guy takes his drone out over Malibu in California yeah. and just finds all these gray whites just swimming under surfers, like swimming in like three feet of water past people and they yeah. don't even notice. And like they, he actually had to uh, attach like a speaker on it so he can warn people if they get too close. People get mad if people surf near whales or anything now too. I know, they're surfing the waves together. Yeah, but you're not supposed to like seek it out. So like I've seen videos where like people will be surfing and then all of a sudden there'll be like a school of whales underneath them. Yeah. And either they know they're there, but then in the comment section, everyone's like, you're not supposed to surf near the whales. I know. People don't realize like these aren't helpless, like dopey whales. Like they're fun and playful. There's lots of video evidence of them of actually surfing. There's a video recently of an orca surfing with these surfers and the surfers didn't care. I'm sure they thought the it was cool. Surfers should be terrified because if yeah. they fucking, they'd be a snack real quick. They're just quick. out there surfing. They, like, they're not out there to look for whales. And the whales just happen to be joining them, which is super that happens, cool. Yeah, because the whales see something swimming on the surface and they go to join it. They're intelligent and they're playful and just yeah. you know, let them be. That's why they always chase the, like, even people get angry about whale watching boats now. Yeah. You, you were a part of that community. Yeah, I know. And like I did, it did felt, it, it felt a little sketchy the way we would chase down these whales. Yeah, like but we want to find whales just so people can look at them. Take pictures and like, they were very friendly, the whales. They were in the dolphin family, like uh, pilot whales. Yeah. They'd just come right up, poke their big old heads up and people be freaking out. I just, I'm amazed no one fell out of the boat. Like, people are fucking animals when they're on vacation. Yeah. And they see something they've never seen before just right in front of them. It's just (laughs) humans incriminating on nature again. Yeah. Like, you know, us going after the beehives and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, so the animals, you know, they need to take a jab at us. Oh, yeah. That's, again, I'm not concerned when anybody gets jacked by a tiger or something because they probably... They're living where tigers live. Yeah. <laughs> if you're living in India where tigers are yeah. living. And then the tiger eats the human. He's like, Jack this tastes your, like shit. <laughs> Jack in your village. It's like, this person's just eating fucking marshmallows and cereal all day. It's just like, this is gross. Wow. It tastes terrible. What are the people tigers are eating? <laughs> They're eating little kids at the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, next one is... Speaking of animal uprising. Yeah. He's, he's uprising. He's rising up. All right. Uh, next one is f- the financial collapse. Hasn't happened yet. Well, kind of. People are buying a lot more internet money. Um, well, with the, the bitcoins and That the, really took off this the year. Coins. Really, uh... Cryptocurrencies. Have you been getting into that? No, I can't. It's funny, the people that I know who are, though, where you're like... Why? Of course, like a lot of people, you're like, of course you're into that. But you're like, you shouldn't be. You're like, you don't know what you're talking about, internet money. Yeah, you used to just get bitcoins to buy drugs. <laughs> you buy drugs on the dark net. That used to be the only bitcoins. thing you could buy. <laughs> yeah. But now, can like, can you cash them out for actual currency? Real money? I don't know how that works. I guess works. it is real money. It's all, anything is real money. Like, yeah. We do still live in a world where you can make your own currency. Like, I could give you six of those VHS tapes for a sandwich, and we just made yeah. a transaction. It's all a bartering system, right? Yeah. We we've go we've just fell on this one number system of money. 
And we say that that's the one that we all use, but lately these internet kids are like, no, we're going to make our own. You know, trading. But how do you fucking mine for it? Like, I don't understand the mining aspect because, like, I understand mining when you're going to a fucking hole to look for gold. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Panning river. It's very physical when, yeah, you're panning in a riverbed for a little nugget of gold. That's a physical thing. But how do you. You just scan the internet like, oh, look, somebody left a fucking ruby behind a <laughs> fucking fern like this is Zelda or something. I have no idea. It must it must work like that. That's just... You just, just like, like scanning websites like, oh, look, I found a treasure chest. Someone dropped some change. Mine now. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it either, man. I think it's just... It's some it's something to do with computers. And somebody will try to explain it to me, and I won't listen because no. I don't want to understand. Yeah, <laughs> I actually, I'm at that point too, where people have tried and I've tried, and I'm just like, you know what? I'll just I'll just you trade people actual, some shells for some nuts or something. You need actual like world currency to put into it first, don't you? Like you have to take yeah. hard earned actual money. Yeah. And put it in. And that's the crazy which thing. Which isn't even actual money. It's just the money that we've all decided that we're using right now. Yeah. And some people put in like five hundred dollars like three years ago. I don't I'm gonna keep that five hundred dollars to buy fucking my own shit. Exactly. In the real world. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about other people who put not even that much. Some people put even less money, like hundred bucks. They'll put into bitcoins and then never think of it again. You know, there's one guy he forgot his password, and there's no legal way they to can't get it. He yeah. can't get it back. His bitcoin is worth twenty two million dollars. Human, like real human in real currency. money. Yeah, because of how how much it fluctuated. I don't want to use the term real money. None of it's real. None of it's real. <laughs> it's all numbers. People are making it up every day. There's probably new bit bitcoins going out there. Yeah, and new and even just regular money. Like that's people, confusing people make, enough. People make that up all the time too. How much they have? <laughs> it's all a fucking illusion, man. I know. I just want a full trading bartering system. Like I make hot sauce. I just want to be able to trade hot sauce for other things. I'll be the hot sauce guy. Yeah. Like it's cool that we got this one number system. And if you want to make your own little other ones that work. But it's only so you can cash out back to this one that we use now. Usually. Unless people are living their whole lives on Bitcoins. I don't know. Buying man. sofas and stuff. Living in the future. I'm not. We're not. No. <laughs> We're trying. Yeah. We're just living, living today. Trying to wrap my head around it, but... I ain't living in tomorrow, I'm living today. All right, episode nine, solar storms. So, we haven't had any solar storms. The sun's still trying to kill us, though. Oh, it's always plotting and just getting ready. Um, <laughs> it's it's not trying to kill us. It, it brings us more good things and bad things. It brings us life, Tyler. It brings us light. It's the true God. It's the God yeah. Ra. We should all, just, not only should we worship Jupiter, we should, over Jupiter, we should worship the sun. Yeah. Without the sun, we wouldn't be here. That's but yes, it is, it does have gas sometimes and we'll just let out a big fart or a big, like Jupiter. or I think as we explained in the solar storm episode, an ejaculate of solar radiation that is going to do some damage on her. Yeah, I feel like it... Radioactive jizz. Yeah. It's going to get hot. Yeah. So, nothing has happened so far this year. You know, they're, they're paying attention. They got better uh, instruments to look at the sun now. It's pretty incredible. There's even better images coming out in the last year. Yeah. But yet, no scary burps yet. So, we're in the clear. Because that's, that's what's going to cause the... 
probably one of the worst disasters ever if it just shuts down all the electricity, wipes out every grid on the planet Earth, even half the Earth. And I was reading an article, and they just kept equating it to a number, like trillions of dollars of damage. I'm like, money won't be a thing anymore once that happens. It's like yeah. society is over once that happens. And you're going to have to use your Bitcoins. Yeah, you're going to have to start a new one. Because it's not like, oh, we'll spend three weeks fixing everything. There's not enough people or materials to well, fix things. And that's, and that's the thing with any um, end-of-the-world scenario. They're always like, well, it's going to cost this much money. Like, you just make up the money. Yeah. That's what they did with this last one we just went through with the Numbers pandemic. mean nothing after this just happens. Just make it up. Give people the numbers. All right. But, uh, all right. So we're jumping all the way to episode 17, because shortly after the solar storms is when we had to start doing quarantine episodes. Yeah. We were stuck, so we're calling them the quarantine episodes, and they were just kind of random. And we kept saying it was going to only be two weeks of quarantine episodes, <laughs> yeah. and then it went on for months. Like half a year. So here we are, episode 17, and this is how far we've come, Mothman. <laughs> So Mothman, why are we talking about Mothman? Mothman is kind of known as being a prophet of doom. He is. So the old story of him in the 60s. Um, but he's been spotted in 2020. I was going to say. Which makes sense. Wasn't there a recent article? He's probably all over the world right now, just like showing up. Just like, yep, shit's bad. That's why I'm here. Hi. Okay. Just waving at everyone. Yeah. But no, he was spotted at the Chicago O'Hare Airport. At the airport? Yeah, by uh, a number of different people. One guy described, some parking lot attendant described having to run and jump into his car because this thing came screeching at him. The Mothman? He said it was a humanoid six-foot-tall figure with giant wings, big eyes. It just dive-bombed him. He had to jump into his car. Sure it wasn't a turkey vulture? Yeah, it could have been a turkey vulture. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. They kept blaming uh, the Mothman on cranes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll cut I'll cut that Or dim the volume <laughs> Sorry Yeah, he's right in front of the microphone We're doing podcasts You gotta go lie down I know your paw hurts I'll try to fix it later, okay? Sorry So the Mothman I don't know if the Mothman even likes that name That was just made up by some journalist in the 60s yeah. This is just like Why, you see it look like a moth? It's a Mothman and I'm pretty sure it was a Batman character, too, or something, <laughs> or Spider-Man character. Yeah. But, uh... Godzilla fought Mothra. Yeah. I, it's <laughs> like, I'd call it, like, the Angel of Doom, or just, like, it's a good it's a good mascot for the podcast, really. Angel of Doom. Prophet of Doom. Only shows up when bad shit's gonna happen. Yeah. Amaze the Sky's not full of them right now. Yeah, you think you'd see more, actually. <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled. A good friend of ours, Jordan, used to work at the Spiky Ball Studios. He told me a wild story. I don't know if it was Mothman or a giant bird, but he said his, his mom and his grandmother were just driving out in the country roads around here, and they said they were, they were driving into a patch of woods. It was like, he said it was dark, but like a little bit of dusk light, just enough to see these giant set of wings right above their car, like stretching to both sides of the road, they said. They said it flew right down in front of them and then up straight up into the forest in a way. So like that was probably a turkey vulture. Turkey, three turkey vultures flying in formation. That was probably a turkey vulture. Yeah, I'll close the door real quick. You think someone's here? Eh, they just like barking. His paws bugging him. 
All right, episode 18, Nuclear Dangers. So I don't think we've had too many nuclear dangers in the past Well, it's always year. kind of a threat. Yeah, you we still have who, them. You never know whose finger's on the button. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we had Trump in his final year, which is terrifying. Yeah, that was a threat. <laughs> he could have just like accidentally hit the button by accident, just said, sorry. So I thought this delivered my Big Macs. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it was a nuclear bomb. But, uh, yeah, there hasn't been any leaks. Um, oh, I think Japan, I think they were dumping a shitload of radioactive water into the ocean. When? And, uh, this year. Oh. A few months ago. And basically just said, sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't know. We have nothing else to do. We can't just store it. Well, they shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Like, the oceans, we need to protect them. We don't need them being all nuclear. And have they ever seen a Godzilla movie? It's like they're trying to create one all the time. I know. Maybe that's the case, because Japan did create Godzilla. Yeah. But then they also have nuclear reactors right on their water. (laughs) So, you know, it'd be way better than just a guy in a suit. An actual monster. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just dump this into the ocean. If they do create a monster, they're prepared for it. It's kind of like how we've been prepared for the UFOs. You think so? It's just conditioning. They're just conditioned. They're they're ready for the giant crocodile monster. It's to all going to come out in the next couple of years. There's going to be aliens and Godzilla and Mothman. Well, I'm pretty stoked for that. Like it's just going to be like, what if like just a interdimensional portal just opens up and it's just like all sorts of creatures all over the place yeah. and we just get used to it. We're just the humans living with all these fucking. Like, like, well, cartoons used to do that all the time. Or they just start emerging from different countries, right? Like, what, what would Canada, it. what monster would Canada contribute? Who knows? Like a giant ass beaver? Just like a 900 foot tall moose? But like, you just learn to live with them. You know, <laughs> you stay out of their way. They'll stay out of yours, hopefully. Well, that's luckily we're not living with dinosaurs right now. Can you imagine that? If we somehow coexisted and co-evolved alongside dinosaurs? <laughs> Can I imagine that? Godzilla's real or not Godzilla, Jurassic Park sitting right there. We've all imagined it. But that's our making. We made those dinosaurs. I mean if we like can you imagine if we evolved next to them and like I don't think we'd at I don't think we would have survived. <laughs> Even as like a early like ape species swinging in the trees, we would have been taken out eventually. You would hear on the news a lot more dinosaur-related yeah. deaths. Pretty sure they said that's why mammal species came to came to be. Because before they're just a bunch of pussy little shrews living underground, and then the dinosaurs got wiped out, and the shrews rise up, and somehow here we are. One, yeah, yeah. We should uh, praise the shrews. And we're not even number one. T- tigers are number one. <laughs> tigers are number one. <laughs> Grizzly bears. Grizzly bears number two. Like as far as what? Like food chain. As far like, as just like being dominant. On I guess we are smarter because we've found ways to kill tigers and grizzly bears. Yeah, they'll jack us when we're on a bicycle. But they will jack you. If we're you're sitting on a in a big SUV. Like you can't do anything. They can try. They can try, and they will try. And we got guns. We got explosives. Yeah. Hell, we got bear mace. We just mace them when they get too close. But still, you versus a grizzly bear, you got nothing. The grizzly bear's got nothing. The grizzly bear's going to win every time. Oh, yeah, for sure. And they just want to bury you anyways. Yeah, eat you. Later. Uh, so our episode 20, Other Dimensions. Oh. So, so we've got a, you know what, there's a few coming up. I got UFO crash retrievals. We've already talked about that. covered it. 
So simulation theory, let's just blend that with other dimensions. I think that's what we've learned is that a lot of these topics just blend into each other because it's all chaos, man. Yeah, like whether it's like physical, actual disasters that happen on Earth, like climate change and volcanoes, like those all, all kind of line up together and work together. And all the weird shit, like other dimensions and aliens and stuff and psychedelics, like those are all weirdly connected too. Yeah. But so other dimensions, I've been kind of more on the side of these aliens showing up might be part of the simulation. I feel like there might be some kind of simulation happening. Not necessarily like we're in a computer program. Yeah, who's controlling it? Whoever made it. Whoever figured out this we, system. Are, are we controlling it? As we go along, and because we have imagined aliens and stuff, then it's actually coming to like a physical reality. Oh, you think we're manifesting them because of our manifesting it? Okay, theory. I think that's called a topa, something like that. Topa. It's like a where you're willing some kind of entity into existence. I feel like we've we've kind of done that. You think we have? There, there is a lot of like theories where connecting consciousness (laughs) to UFOs and. Like these sightings, and because they link up with psychedelics a lot too. When people will report trips, they'll talk about seeing spinning discs, and like you know, that's you're hallucinating. I thought but, I thought I saw a bright light the other night out the window, but I think it could have just been like I chalked it up to my imagination, or like like some light catching the side of my head. Yeah, but like there was part of me that was like. It was a giant, like, glowing orb outside the window, but I didn't get up and go to the window to look outside. Yeah, you just gotta go... Or the moon might have just been just right. So you just gotta pay more attention to the sky. You just gotta go sit out there for a few hours. Don't look at your phone. Just look at the sky. You'll, you'll bound to see or something did, Or am I just manifesting those thoughts? I was a little tired at the time. Probably a little high. And a little high. <laughs> and I'm thinking about it all the time. And I'm like, did I just see something? Like, I did, probably didn't. But because they've been in the news more lately, these UFO sightings, I'm like, I'm going to see one soon. Like, <laughs> the thought that we're all going to yeah. see one soon is right there. They're going to show up. I don't know. That's my just deep down feeling. I wouldn't call it a, I believe it's going to happen. I just have this weird gut feeling that something's going to happen this year. Uh, maybe they'll come down. Maybe they'll reveal themselves. Maybe they've realized too many people know about them now. Maybe. You know, and I don't think they're aliens. I don't think they're from another planet. And maybe they are, but I think it's, I think we're part of some crazy simulation genetic experiment. I believe that. It's just like people are too, there's too many categories of people. Like we are just like a fucking Tony Hawk build a character. Yeah, and just the way our DNA is made up, it's like yeah. it's all the same, just different code and makes different things. Like you can have so many different options, and but like you know, you put those all together to make one human. Yeah, that's it, why you see people with similar personality traits and. Yeah, it's great. It's like we. This is all we know. So it's not like is there other some form of nature out there of reality we don't understand. Yeah. Maybe scientists think there are, but. You know, we only have what we have. We only understand what we understand. So and what we create. So like that's the approach I always take when when people talk about UFOs coming. It's like, why would they have any interest in us? I'm like, because we would have interest in us. Like yeah. if we were out there, just we would be stoked to find just a bunch of bugs on Mars. We'd be talking about it constantly. 
and just bring them back. Like, look at our Mars bugs. Yeah, exactly. They look like normal potato bugs, but they're from Mars. Just imagine finding whole civilizations. And like, as if they come here, like, they wouldn't be interested in us. We're so primal. But they also they might not know what's going on either. They might yeah. just keep interjecting with our dimension and being like, fuck, I saw these, like, fucking pig ape creatures. <laughs> yeah. And they're weird. But then I was gone again, you know? Like, yeah. They're, like, in these weird, like, steel things with four uh, wheels and racing around in circles over and over again for hours, and there's thousands of them cheering for it. It made no sense. Live in these brick boxes, these fucking glorified chicken coops in the city. Yeah, like, we don't know what's coming here. It's very very likely it's nothing like us. We're going to surprise whatever it is. <laughs> we're, not, we're not its idea of humanity, yeah. unless it came from us. Yeah, if all these species, because, like, to... Be able to have this technology to travel space at will and have this crazy, like, anti-gravity technology. Like, it means you have to be a pretty, like, straight-up good species where you don't kill each other and you don't start wars with your own people. Like, they would have had to be working together from the start and just seeking knowledge and, like, not give in to, like, any physical animal urges anymore. So it makes more sense that, like... They're way more evolved than us, that, like, they're farther away from the state of animals. Because we, right. we're still fucking animals. We still need to drink water, eat food. We still fuck like we animals. We still have to have sex. <laughs> we, we need shelter. Just, they could just evolve to a point where they don't need any of that. And I don't want to yet. I like being an animal. We're going to be an animal till we die, Tyler. But, like, that's what I'm talking about. If they are coming from another place and coming here, like, just, they're gonna, they are going to be confused. But... Maybe they see us, maybe they see something in themselves as well. Yeah, like, exactly. So, like, maybe, the, hey, it's like, this is like us two million years ago. I just hope they're cool and they don't want destruction. Well, that's the same thing. Like, they would have to, they wouldn't be violent to get to that point of technology. You'd hope not. So, I think, or their idea of violence is totally different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they're just, why well, this is fine. It's like, we know what happens to you after you die. It's just like, <laughs> we're already there. Yeah. It's like, you're just going to break apart into a million pieces, and then all those pieces will just turn into little bits of you and then grow into larger bits. Just like us. <laughs> it's fine. You become us. Yeah, so they're just going to kill us for fun. Maybe. Damn. All right, we're almost wrapping up this list here. All right. Um, the only one left is fungi and plastic. Two very different topics, but let's go with But fun. also very similar. Eh, in a way. In the way it's invading our, our body and, and affecting our body. And grow quickly. Yeah. Fungus. But fungus is in the news lately in India. Yeah. Because they India's getting ravished with COVID cases and their hospitals are getting outnumbered. And not only that, just because of just some of the conditions of some of the hospitals, like fungi is starting to show up. As in people that are recovering, because they have to take steroids, which will suppress your immune system. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're in this hospital in India, and then you get a fungal fungal infection. And I think they're they're getting into the thousands of people at this point, black and white fungi, like two different fungi at the same time inside people. So when we talk about fungi, I'm like, that was the danger of just like also tied into climate change is like. Increasing temperatures will increase the risk of fungal infections and 
fungus that have never been able to invade the human body before now can because they've adapted to certain temperatures. Yeah, and different humidities. So they're able to handle our body temperature where at one point they wouldn't be able to. Yeah. So that's on its way to happening. There's actually all these bizarre brain disorders happening in New Brunswick right now that they're not sure what is causing it. And that's one theory is might be some kind of fungal infection we've never seen before. Gross. Gross. Not New Brunswick. Scary. <laughs> what do they ever do? All right, plastic. That was one of our... We've retouched this in a recent episode. Microplastics, what they're doing to our body. And I and since we did that episode, I think about it all the time. Yeah. I'm always thinking about all the plastic that I'm breathing in and eating and how much of it's inside of me. Yeah, this is probably one of the... You know, I wouldn't have thought as a such a big danger and like such a big threat before because there wasn't as much science talking about what it was doing microplastics yeah but like the recent like information of how it's destroying our reproductive systems and that's <laughs> terrifying just in like three generations are gonna have empty cities just because no one can give birth yeah and it's going and the rates are going up like how much plastic you're actually ingesting yeah that's going up like it used to be like a credit card a year or whatever i saw an article the other day that said like a credit card a week credit card a week jesus it's a lot of credit cards yeah that's it a might lot have just pl- been people eating their credit cards yeah there's some people <laughs> just do that i think there's a, there's a show on tlc like that my weird addiction it's just people eating like insulation and like couch cushion material and yeah. plastic but yeah, those those are special people. They're in us. <laughs> the plastic is in us. Oh, it's in us. And it's going to be in us for a while, bud. So, you know, and out of all these... We'll adapt, though. Like, we'll evolve and we'll be half plastic people. Yeah. Just fucking shooting out little Lego men. Shooting out a bunch of plastic blanks. <laughs> no more babies. So, you know, out of this whole list, Tyler, uh, what concerns you the most to just relook at it all? Uh, I'm not too concerned. <laughs> no. <laughs> like you said, the plastic one you've been thinking the about The plastic recently. one I've been thinking about a lot, but I think that's because we talked about it, and I just notice plastic everywhere now. Yeah. Like, you notice it. You're like, ah, that was plastic. That's plastic. Yeah, every time I throw plastic. something out, I, I just... Yeah, look at all this plastic. Yeah. You notice it. You still throw it out, but it's like that little gnawing thought in the back of your yeah. head. It's like, oh, you fuck. <laughs> More plastic, huh? And, like, I'm stoked for everything else. If the aliens come and stuff, I'm, I'm excited. If we get Godzilla, I'm excited. Yeah. No, I think, uh, yeah, I think climate change is still the biggest freak out for me. Just because, like, we, we we're really only seeing the early stages of it. And, like, the way it's going to slowly creep in is just, you know, it's going to be too late. Yeah, it is. It's already too late, which is kind of the sad part. We all know it. Yeah, so like we might be like the last generation to like live into our seniors, like old age, and just be like, all right, everyone after us is kind of fucked. Yeah, like well, we're that weird middle ground where we're like we're the generation that figured out that or, we're all fucked. Or are these kids coming up, this young generation, the Greta Thunberg generation, they might figure it out. Yeah, you know what? They can all come up with their own incredible inventions and everything, and you know. And I build a dome. Yeah, but you have to be able to make all this stuff. And, like, time is running out. Well, if we figure out how to really control this simulation, maybe we can create some things. We can manifest some fresh water and proper glaciers. 
manifest glaciers? <laughs> I guess so. We say, let's just think. Let's all go and think and meditate really hard about glaciers, and maybe some new ones will pop up. Yeah. This could be how the universe works. Could be. We might be in control more than we believe, and we just have to manifest. Destiny. Maybe I manifested you. Manifest. Destiny. Maybe you're not even real. You're just a figment of my imagination. Well, that's nice of you. <laughs> I'm glad you think of me as an imaginary friend. I'm happy to be your imaginary friend. You might be my imaginary friend. I might None be. of this might be real. I'm not going to tell you if I am or not. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. We're doomed.